Hello friends, and welcome back to Mixology, the podcast where we discuss and discover mono and stereo differences on classic albums from the 60s. And today, we're starting in early 1966, and I suppose a little bit of late 1965, with the first folk rock LP from Simon and Garfunkel, their second overall. Of course, it's Sounds of Silence. Now, this album was their big commercial breakthrough. The title track, The Sound of Silence, as it says on the original 45 label and LP, was re-recorded, well, the backing track was overdubbed, shall we say, not even shall we say, it's exactly what it was, onto the original acoustic recording. It was produced as a folk rock powerhouse bombastic single released and was a smash hit in the United States. This was not their first hit in the UK, that would come ever so slightly later with Homeward Bound, which we'll discuss a little bit later on, but as far as this album goes, it is very much a piecemeal effort, with tracks that come from very early on, such as, say, the original acoustic recording in The Sounds of Silence. Then there are a couple of tracks recorded before The Sound of Silence got its overdubs, which we'll get to as we go along. And then there's, of course, one piece together for this album, including a number of tracks that would come from, well, not in recording, but in songwriting, from the Paul Simon songbook, a acoustic folk LP that Paul would put out while he was trying to be his own little fledgling folk artist in the UK. Either way, this album really does sport some quite drastic differences between its mono and stereo mixes. What's really interesting is that the stereo version is the only one that has been issued ever since the mono originally went out of print in the late 60s, and really it's quite quite a stark difference on some tracks. Obviously, some of the acoustic ones are less of a standout difference, but maybe more so than you'd expect. And really to hammer this home, in 2001, the first few albums received complete stereo remixes. Now, these mixes were very faithful to the original ones, and if you didn't really have an ear for it, you'd probably think they were the same thing. However, paying close attention, the remixes are certainly a lot clearer and cleaner than the original 1966 stereo mixes, which today I'll be using the 2014 remasters for. These do, as a result, sound more modern and more up-to-date and contemporary, but not in a bad way at all. As a result, we're going to be taking a look at the original mono LP mix today, along with the original stereo LP mix and this 2001 remix. So, with that in mind, let's dig straight in with the title track and one of the most iconic, shall we say, differences on this album. Originally released as a mono single, this is the way the song originally broke through onto the charts in the United States and the Columbia label. And compared to the stereo, the mono is absolutely bathed in echo and reverb. The stereo really crisps things up with the much drier vocal, the louder drums over in the left-hand channel, which do feature a little bit of delay on them in the original stereo mix, but this is much drier and less bright in the 2001 remix. The ride cymbal is particularly different between the two of these. Ultimately, the mono is quite mushy and sounds more like something that would sound good through AM radio, whereas the stereo sounds good over a hi-fi. 
I do love the mono though, as it's the way I'm very much used to the track now. But let's see what you think. Let's start with the original mono mix, we'll move into the original stereo mix, and then finally into the remix. In restless dreams I walked alone Narrow streets of cobblestone Into stereo If a halo of a street lamp I turn my collar to the cold and damp And over to the remix When my eyes were stabbed By the flash of a neon light Split the night Outside of this, the tracks are consistently different, but also consistently identical. The sloppy tempo keeping of the overdub due to the non-metronomed acoustic original recording do still prevail in all mixes and probably stand out more in the stereo mixes as there's plenty of echo to cover it up in the mono, though of course it's still quite a standout there. With that in mind, we'll move along to track two, another favourite of mine, Leaves That Are Green, a nice harpsichord driven track which is much more light and airy, and all the mixes are very close, although one would definitely say the percussion is brighter on the original 1966 mixes, notably that kind of, I don't know how to describe it, it sounds like jewellery shaking in a hand, and Beach Boys fans will know why I think it sounds exactly like that. However, we do get a slight difference between the stereo mixes here, and that in the 66 stereo, the echo is panned off to the left on the percussion very faintly, while in the remix it seems to be stuck in the right-hand channel with said percussion. With that in mind, let's just move through all three mixes so you can get a flavour for the way these differ, but also don't in the same way. Starting of course with the mono, and we'll move through to the original stereo and then the remix. I was 21 years when I wrote this song I'm 22 now but I won't be for long Into stereo Time hurries on And the leaves that are green turn to brown Remix And they wither with the wind what well, is the sloppiest and least appealing track to me here, Blessed, comes up as track three. And in stereo, the lead vocal definitely sticks out a little more when compared with the mono. However, beyond this, the main body of the track is very close between them all. There's a very muddy texture to the backing track, and I'm not entirely sure why when one compares it with some of the other tracks recorded with the band for this LP. And the large room sound that comes with this is very much par for the course in all mixes. We will get a slight difference on the fade, however, but let's look at the body of the track first, starting again with the mono. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit. Into stereo. Blessed is the lamb whose blood flows. Remix. Blessed are the sat upon, spat upon, So 
something very interesting I noted at the end of the track while listening is that at the very end we do get a sudden heavy echo effect on the backing track just as soon as Paul stops singing. However, this was obviously chosen to just be done once and then used across all three mixes as if one listens really carefully suddenly the track folds to mono with the guitar that's panned off to the right and the drums off to the left suddenly moving into the center channel it's not that noticeable on speakers as i'd never noticed it before paying attention although i am more familiar with the mono mix and the stereo with this in mind the stereo does actually feature a shorter fade than the mono However, the mono, while it's longer, ends in a cut-off tail. The remix kind of rectifies this perfectly by fading what was obviously the original mono tail and ending at the same point as the mono, but with a natural fade rather than cutting off. As a result, you do kind of get a little bit more musicality out of the mono, but it feels more satisfying with the remix. What we're going to do is start this time with the stereo, Move to the mono at that final tail and hear until it cuts out and then hear the whole fade again from the remix where we get a completely natural fade. Much too long. Mono. And again in the remix. A real favourite of mine, Kathy's song, comes up next. And here, obviously, since it's just acoustic guitar and Paul Simon's voice, we're not going to get too much of a difference. But the stereo does add echo over the left channel, which the remix does replicate, although at a softer level. When one looks at the waveform, it definitely would appear that the guitar is slightly panned off to the left, but this is likely just due to the echo that is placed over there as it's not too discernible and if it is it's ever so slight. The remix also sounds extremely clean and fresh and wouldn't sound out of place against any modern acoustic recording. Let's start with the mono and move to the original stereo and note the heavy echo over in the left channel, or relatively heavy should I say, and then we'll move to the remix where things really clean up and the echo dies down just a little bit. My mind's distracted and diffused My thoughts are many miles away Into stereo They lie with you when you're asleep And kiss you when you start your day To the remix And a song I was writing is left undone I don't know why I spend my time Writing songs I can't believe With words that tear and strain to rhyme Our next track, Somewhere They Can't Find Me, is quite an interesting one. As I said, two tracks were recorded prior to The Sound of Silence getting its overdubs, 
probably as a prospective single for the duo. And these were this track right here, and one we'll get to in a bit, which was also used as the flip side of the sound of silence before the album was even recorded. We got a groovy thing going. Now, these tracks were very much mixed in the same way that the Sound of Silence would ultimately be, with a full band for a folk rock sound and a heavy use of echo. While, as we'll see in a bit, we got a groovy thing going, it's pretty close between its mixes on the echo, Somewhere They Can't Find Me is a real stark difference between the mono and the stereo, and as someone that was more familiar with the mono, the stereo was a real shock to me, as it sounds far more tame and intimate than the pounding, huge and bass-heavy mono mix. Although, once again, like the sound of silence, we do get a reduction in the clarity in mono, but I don't mind it here. On top of the extra echo and mud, the drums are far louder in the mono, being tamed quite a bit in the stereo, and even more so in the remix, which is also a little drier than the already pretty dry 1966 stereo mix. What we'll do is start of course with the mono, move to the 1966 stereo, and finally into the remix. <laughs> Soft breathing of a girl that I love As she lies here beside me Asleep with the night Stereo And a hair in a fine mist Floats on my pillow Reflecting the glow of the winter moonlight Remix I've Got to creep down the alleyway Fly down the highway before they come to catch me, I'll be gone somewhere. There's a very subtle string track used at a few points in this track as well, and likely due to the mud and the echo of the mono, this often gets lost in the mix. I certainly wasn't very aware of it, and when I was listening to the stereo, it really jumped out at me, although it is still quite easy to hear in the mono once you know what you're looking for. Just so you can identify this in the same way I did, let's start with the stereo, with a little bit of where the strings are, and then again in mono, where it certainly doesn't stand out as much. I've got to creep down the alleyway, fly down the highway, before they come to catch me, I'll be gone, somewhere they can't find me. And again, in mono. Closing out side one on all versions of the LP, we get a little acoustic cover of Angie, originally written by Davy Graham, and coming straight off somewhere they can't find me, you can tell that Paul directly lifted this as the basis for said song. This being an acoustic guitar instrumental, it's extremely close between the mixes, but you can tell that there's a difference in the echoes used on each mix, interestingly with the mono being the driest. What I'll do is start with the mono, 
and then move into the original stereo where it's clearly more of a tubey and dark sounding echo and then finally into the remix where it's a brighter and I guess more modern sounding echo. Stereo. Remix. As we flip over to side two, it's worth noting that I'm extremely familiar with the UK version of the album, which opens up side two with Homeward Bound. This single was their debut hit in the UK and because it was released miles before Parsley Sage Rosemary and Time was really thought of, it was included here, which was a wonderful touch as it did come from the sessions for this album. And to me, it suits it absolutely perfectly as an opener to side two and balances out the sides to an equivalent length. As a result, the stereo version sounds a bit short to me, but as I do plan on looking at Parsley Sage Rosemary in time in the future, I shan't be covering it here today, and moving straight away to the great Richard Corey. Now here we do get a few very interesting differences. One I want you to keep in mind as we're going through is that you can really feel the additional compression that's used on the 1966 stereo over the remix. While there's definitely some compression used on the tape that has been used for the remaster, this is definitely vintage compression used for a cutting master for an LP in a country that I'm not aware of as it hasn't been disclosed as far as I know. But obviously the remix retains the much wider dynamics that would obviously come with the original session tapes. What's really interesting here though is that first of all the mono seems to have a little additional echo, the stereo some and the remix even less which is pretty par for the course. But we do get quite a difference on the vocals. While of course the duo sing in harmony most of the time through the track giving it a sort of double track feel. In the mono, Paul's vocal, and maybe Garfunkel's as well, it's very hard to tell, is genuinely double-tracked, giving it a thicker sound with more phasing going on through the track, making it a much more powerful track, which is also really bass-heavy in its mono mix, which I absolutely love. What I'm going to do is play you a section of the track first in mono, and pay attention to all the things I've noted so far, then move through to the stereo, and then of course to the remix, both stereo mixes lack the double tracking of the mono as, again, the remix is obviously planned to be very close to the stereo. And maybe this final overdub of vocals is actually done at the mono mix down stage and isn't on the original master tapes, though I have no provenance to suggest that that is actually the case. As I said, let's start with the mono. Richard Corey owns one half of this whole town With political connections To spread his wealth around Into stereo Born into society A banker's only child He had everything a man could want Power, grace, and style And over to the remix But I work in his factory and I curse the life I'm living And I curse my poverty 
We follow up a track that ends in suicide with another one about the same topic, and this is a most peculiar man. Here, the percussion that is panned off to the right stands out a little more in stereo, and overall the backing is a little lower than this in the remix. I guess bring out the vocal a little more, but it depends on how you're viewing these differences. Overall though, the mixes are very close in their tonality and the actual effects used are almost identical. Just to give you a little flavour of this, let's start with the mono, move to the stereo and of course to the remix. He was a most peculiar man Stereo He lived all alone Within a house, within a room Remix Within himself A most peculiar man And here, the fade is just a hair longer in stereo. We'll start with the mono and move to the stereo at that key moment. Wasn't he a most peculiar man? Stereo? Up next is the track that turned me from an obsessive with Mrs. Robinson to a Simon and Garfunkel obsessive full stop, and that is April Come She Will. If you want to know more about that, check out a much earlier episode of Back to Mono, where I first look at Simon and Garfunkel, along with the Artists in Mono episode over on the Patreon. But for now, this track in its single-tracked acoustic guitar and single-tracked Art Garfunkel doesn't really leave too much possibility for differences, but once again, like Kathy's song, we get a heavy echo panned off to the left in both stereo mixes, with the mono being much drier and more natural sounding. Again, we'll start with the mono and move through the two stereo mixes one by one. June, she'll change her tune. Into stereo. In restless walk, she'll prowl the night. July, she will fly. Into remix. And give no warning. To her flight. The penultimate track here in the previously mentioned We Got a Groovy Thing Going is much wetter in mono as expected, though not so much as the previous two folk rock tracks that differed greatly. Although the mono does have a much quieter vocal this time, again likely due to the extra echo and mud that comes from the way it was mixed. We'll get to the fade in a second, but for now let's move through the body of the track, starting of course with mono. Into stereo. Come a running right over. I just couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. Over to the remix. Oh, baby, baby. You must be out of your mind. Do you know what you're kicking away? 
And as for the fade, we do get a little more in stereo and just a little more in the remix. Because these differences between the two stereo mixes are so minor and they're very close, let's just do the mono into the remix. Remix. And as we get to our final cut on the album, the great I Am A Rock, we get a nice selection of mixes to play with here, as the mono mix was actually slightly re-recorded for the single version which came out as the group's third proper 45. Here, the main body of the track is exactly the same once the drums come in, but the acoustic intro with just guitar and Paul singing is a completely different recording and is also much wetter than the dry mix implemented by the original mono and both stereo mixes. Just to give you a flavour of how this differs, let's hear that whole intro first in mono and then again in the mono single version. A winter's day in a deep and dark December And again from the single A winter's day In a deep and dark December As for the main body of the track, we do get quite a few little tasty differences. First of all, looking at the overall mix, the mono has a dry lead vocal, while the stereo has a very wet one. The remix is somewhere in between, giving it some wetness, but certainly not as much as the stereo. On top of this, the texture in the remix is much softer, especially on the acoustic guitar, which is panned off to one side. As a result, it becomes less of an aggressive folk rocker and more of a folk, I guess, performance, shall we say. The mono is the way to go, in my opinion, because I like the dry vocal, but the stereo definitely does lend something to it. On top of this, the lead vocal appears to be double tracks in the verses in stereo, but not in the mono. The double track does then enter in on the chorus, meaning that the mono was obviously mixed more tactically while the stereo just brought all the layers in. We'll look even closer at a part of this once we've gone through the verse. So let's start with the mono, into the stereo and into the remix, taking into account the vocal wetness, the texture of the mix and of course the double tracking. I've Into stereo. That I have no need of friendship. Friendship causes pain. Remix. It's laughter and it's loving I disdain. I am a rock. I am an And with regards to this double tracking, it becomes very obvious on the first proper line of the band section of the track, shall we, as the acoustic intro is obviously single tracked in all mixes. 
In the mono, you get a lead vocal up front, but you also get a kind of distant lead vocal behind it, which is likely the extra double track just kind of sitting in there in wait, kind of buried in the mix. In stereo though, because this first line has a different intonation sung across it, the double tracking is incredibly sloppy, making the mono a much tighter mix at this point by comparison. Let's hear it first in mono, and then again in the original stereo mix. The remix replicates this, so we don't need to highlight it right here. I am alone, gazing from my window to the and again in stereo. And with that done, we've taken a look at the first proper folk rock album and the second LP from Simon and Garfunkel. This is quite an interesting LP and sometimes when I listen to it I think it might actually be my favourite by the duo. While it's certainly not as ambitious as something like Bookends and doesn't reach the pop heights of Bridge Over Travel Water, and while overall is not very cohesive due to tracks coming from different periods of time, I think it really adds a grit to the duo's sound that would disappear through the next few albums, especially once they get to the end. Something that does make sense given the nature of the music and the harmonies in place, but one I definitely miss as the albums go along. It is worth noting, as I said, that Homeward Bound in its mono mix does come from these sessions, along with what would be the B-side of I Am A Rock, Flowers Never Bend With The Rainfall, again, which would be included on Parsley Sage, Rosemary and Time. The mono mixes of these tracks sound out of place compared with the much cleaner and better sounding mono mixes on said album, and the stereo mixes used on the album as a result are much cleaner and match the sound of the album in a closer way. It's also worth noting that the stereo mix issued in the UK of Homeward Bound on this album does differ from the one issued on Parsley Sage Rosary in Time in quite a great way, but we'll get to that when we take a look at, again, said album. But with that out of the way, I obviously want to say thank you so, so much for listening. If you want to get in touch with me about the show, or just about anything in general really I suppose, with suggestions and just music chat in general, you can email me at backtomonoradio at gmail.com. You can listen to companion show Back to Mono, which is now over on Mixcloud with a link down in the show notes. And you can also support the show via the Back to Mono Patreon at patreon.com forward slash back to mono, where you'll get loads of extra bonus mixology and back to mono content every week. You can find all of these, as I say, down in the show notes, along with a couple of other links as well to things such as my Instagram and a Facebook group. But with all those out of the way, all that's left to say is thank you so, so much for listening. And remember, whoever you are and wherever you are, have a great, great day. A